All right. So, hello and welcome, everybody. This is your host, Nacho. And first of all, I'd like to say, yeah, a little bit formal. Uh, I'd like to say thank you for showing up here. This community is growing stronger every day, and I think we've reached to a point where we could organize our server with some activity roles to help identify um, those teams within the community that are contributing in different activities and clusters of information. So the purpose of this community call is to first listen to your feedback as a community and second to identify and define which areas should we focus on to help improve the DAO. So I think it would be great if we end up this event figuring out which roles better fit in, in those areas and, and we can set the foundation stone towards uh, future task forces and hopefully communities in the, in the future. So. Um, there are people here with various sets of skills and we want to um, facilitate the conversation to be more efficient in the community uh, because right now there's uh, a lot of conversations going on in different topics and people want to organize themselves in, in some tasks but uh, it is kind, kind of difficult to to um, group them so this will this will help with that for sure so um, to give this a start, uh, there are two different things that we will do. The first one is uh, revamping the Dowling leveling system, which we can customize to automatically give some roles to those users who reach certain levels. Um, we haven't moved forward with that yet because we wanted to give it a certain Chidao branding style, but up to this moment, there's not a clear naming defined uh, for each level. so. We will appreciate the the feedback for it. I mean, there's already conversations around that and a lot of suggestions. Um, but if you can uh, give your ideas and talk about that a little bit, so so we can move forward with that. Or if not, if we can't come with a consensus of what to do, we could uh, just start naming the the levels like level one, two, three, four, five, etc. And then we change the name in the future. But we already um, get the leveling system um, in place, you know. And the second of all, it's uh, reaction roles, which are something that uh, people uh, is waiting. <laughs> so those uh, areas that we identify um, that that will be open for everyone to opt in after reacting to a message. So uh, we will um, write a message where people can react in the emojis, and then by reacting to that, you give yourself a role um, in, in some area that will probably unlock some areas in the Discord, some hidden channels that we can talk about different topics without everyone having to read them. So only the people who is interested in some area can see that and can participate and, you know, so it will be better to to not bother everyone with certain information because we keep pinging everyone for for everything and some people might be pissed off by that and mute the server and forget about us so it is better if we organize in tasks and yeah that's the main advantage of doing that we can mention the different um groups of people so um yeah the, the the things that we want to move forward will 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 be di directed to the people who are more keen into it so uh general feedback about uh, this any ideas any information that you want to share
this is open to everyone. So if you want to talk, just unmute yourself and you can start talking. Yeah, Nacho, I can, I can start. Um, I think that sounds great. And just from being active in other DAOs like Olympus, they have a crazy organized DAO, right? With a similar system that you said, like you join, you select your role, and then you can monitor those conversations and figure out how you get more involved. But there's so much going on there that you're, you, you just can't be in everything. So some things for Cheetel, I can just start with general buckets that I've seen and I see Javi's on and, and, Penguin's done a lot of this of education and that guide has been huge. So I just think education is an easy first pillar. Mm. Um, I think marketing and, and I don't, I don't know if marketing separate, but also community relations, how Raithers has gone to other communities and, you know, brought in Uma or brought in other, other collaborations and made threads. Um, I don't know if that falls within marketing, but marketing slash community relations Mm -hmm. um, are two other big buckets that I've, I've seen. And then I don't know where Royal AIDS kind of work fits. Um, but he's done like, you know, UX design and feature adding and, and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I think we, he could use a lot of help. And then Evan has done a lot of analytic work, which I think could be its own bucket as well. Yeah. I totally I, agree. I mean, yeah. Uh, go, I was go. just going to say, I know there's others that have wanted to, uh, contribute code uh, there's been a ton of talk about wanting to contribute to the front end which i haven't spoken specifically with the staff about but i know there's some blockers there preventing us from doing so but teeing up the role to be um, kind of community driven development um, from the technical side would probably be I, I don't know what that falls under apart from just dev muscle but something along those lines so um uh, just yeah. a quick question i guess um all of these committees i since we're a dao and uh, the organizational hierarchy is um flat uh i guess all of these committees we we, we're kind of thinking of them as kind of like all on the same level and maybe like forming a you know let's say we have five committees then each one would be um like a point on a uh whatever the five gone the five-sided polygon is, and then I'm imagining kind of like a note, uh, um, an edge or like a, a path from each each committee to the other committee. So in a way, like one committee isn't going to have more or less power against others, or do we see like some committees just, you know, eventually becoming more important for whatever reasons than others at different time periods? So I, I want to chime in real quick on this, if you don't mind, because uh, I, I set up, um, I had, I posted a link to the post in the chat, but a few days ago, I suggested doing like a treasury education, marketing, legal KPI. Um, obviously, yeah, yeah, you yeah. had like engineering on there, maybe would be kind of to Royal AIDS point. Um, I, the way that I see the structure is not where one committee is more important, but where each committee feeds information to another. Uh, and there may be a place where something like a treasury committee might have more quote unquote power at some points than others Good to direct you. other committees to go into certain spots. There you go. Yeah, that's kind of what I was uh, getting at. And like, you know, there's going to be different points in time in the DAO where some committees will like probably be taking the lead here. And I'm just interested in how that kind of works without a centralized, uh, centralized like executive branch 
Um, like it, I just like it's it kind of just like comes anonymously, and then you get community, um, community consensus to go in that direction, and then we just do it basically. So Usually, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I've uh, more food for thought. I've just dropped two uh, images in here as well. Uh, I previously had shared these on community suggestions, just again like as a uh, like a pass like pay it forward kind of thing. And like when I got it, and it really helped me understand the kinds of structuring um, that could be valuable and helpful, as well as what all we would want to be covering. Um, so yeah, uh, for everyone who's on the call, do take a look at that. I also included like the like a quote which covered Keepwine's points. So, you know, scan that. Um, and yeah, so I think those are like mainly my additions. Uh, I, I do I do feel like, yeah, part of the conversation we just had around the likelihood of one or two, um, you know, committees having not necessarily power. I think it's about the responsibility that they are uh, covering for or that they are owning uh, might end up being uh, something that automatically filters into the other task forces. Like if we have a treasury committee, at the end of the day, they are likely the ones who will be managing the funding possibly, right, for other committees and so on. So I think there will be some level of interoperability as well as um, some level of responsibilities that are just of a higher importance um, for because of what they are responsible for, more so than who they are and what they do. So, yeah, I, I think I, I would look at it that way. Um, the second image I shared of, like, how Shapeshift is kind of focusing their um, effort wherein they have the overarching DAO, which is the entire community overseeing all the work streams, which are then uh, made up of uh, individual uh, squads as well as individual contributors. That's a pretty cool um, structure uh, that I think we could grow into at some point. But of course, there are other variations and other versions that uh, folks on here can suggest. So one thing, yeah, one one thing I like to mention, uh, first of all, is that uh, I I do think that we are not yet at that point where we can set committees for different areas. Uh, maybe in the near future, but um, this the purpose of this call is like to so we can set up different roles so people can opt in and then start working in that, building trust, uh, working and proving themselves that they can they are uh, viable members of the community and they can uh, they have the skills that are needed for the task and in the future we can evolve into that um so it is it is great that we are start lining out the the different um strategies towards uh we should go but i don't want to i mean i don't want to confuse uh people uh into thinking that we are opening committees right now because i don't think that's gonna happen in the near future but uh, it should happen uh, as soon as the structure of the um, protocol allows it. So um, this is the first step. Like we can start working into that. Uh, people can join and we can start opening task force and, and things like that. But uh, it should be a, uh, in the future, like opening a committee, a committee for treasury and that kind of stuff. It's, it's something that requires a, a high level of confidence into who is in charge of that and, and that kind of stuff. So um, I, I don't know. I'd like to hear feedback about it, but I, I'm into the impression that the team is not yet at that point. Can I yeah, add I, a little bit of color around how yeah. I've seen stuff grow <clears throat> uh, being an external contributor? Um, 
really quick, because uh, I saw a few people wanted to talk. Um, the I think the biggest roadblock right now uh, to to doing all of this is is going to be um, dependence on the team, and the team is just stretched so thin that like even stuff that I'm directly contributing, uh, they're they're not able to respond to um, in any kind of timely manner. Um, so whatever we organize here. It's going to have to be bottom-up, self-organized. We're going to bring it to the team and say, hey, this is what we're thinking, right? And then they're either going to accept it or they're not going to accept it. That's how it's going to work at first. And a lot of it is going to be, to I think what everyone's pointing out, self-organized. Um, so, like, for example, I took it upon myself to make it easier to contribute funds to the vaults by building the zapper completely on my own, outside of the band of anybody's work. And then I went to... <clears throat> ask for a little bit of feedback from the community about, hey, is this a UI okay? Does it work okay? Are there problems? And that elevated to eventually now, where it's eventually going to get baked into the site, but there's so many different things and people are asking for so many different things that mm, it's going to take a long time for it to be delivered, even though it's basically over the finish line from my perspective. And I think that we're, we're going to grow into a more formal, like separated into teams and contributing parallel work streams kind of a thing. But to Nacho's point, for now, it's going to be very much a bunch of people are going to want something. Someone's going to want to step up and deliver that thing like we've been doing. Um, and then that thing is going to get pushed over the finish line by somebody who's feels it's their mission to deliver that thing. And then the work will kind of be integrated into the wider DAO as the team can adopt it if it's necessary or as the community uses it if it's not necessary for the team's direct approval um once those teams start to have communication problems with the excuse me with the core team then i think it makes sense to enforce some kind of hierarchy to trickle that um information up and kind of filter it but i think again to nacho's other point the committees aren't necessary at this point in time, and they probably won't be for a while because we don't have a ton of external contributors directly hold or handing out work compared to the size of the community as a whole. Yeah, so I, I agree with both you and Nacho. Um, I think uh, my my idea behind all this is not to implement committees now, but rather to give us an idea of potential ways to set up committees um, to impart roles based on that. Right. So if you're interested in committing to the documentation, you could set yourself up in a role of, say, education. Right. So you're pinged when those kind of uh, discussions take place and you can move into helping, you know, Javi or Pengu, for example, uh, with doing that kind of thing. And then, you know, kind of become part of that quote unquote committee at some point in the future. Right. Um, I think we need, we need to set up some kind of like theme type role system where in the event that we do implement committees at some point, we can actually get into, uh, we already know what people's core competencies are and, and move in that direction. So just doing it loosely theme-based, I think, is the, the best way to do it or the easiest, maybe. It's kind of like a trial or almost like an internship period where you want to contribute to something and you take the initiative and you start doing it and... You either, you know, you either do it or you can, you can still do it, but you have to maybe grow into the role. But it, like, it, it's cool how it gives a lot of flexibility for how people can find their roles. Um, one thing that doesn't seem too clear, 
right now is facilitating that transition and getting people to where they want to, you know, be so that they can start contributing. Like, for example, um, yeah, just like that, there's kind of like, you just kind of have to know where to go right now and be really well attuned. And that could make it difficult for, especially for newer people getting used to the structure of how to get started and contributing and doing stuff. Yeah, I'd agree with Evan. I think that is the current problem of newer people onboarding. And what I've seen in other DAOs, even though DAO, you know, flat structure and all of that, there's always committee leads, right? There's people, all the people who are on this call who, you know, put in a little more time or have been with the protocol longer who can help onboard new people. So I do think, I'm wondering with these roles, Nacho, that you're saying, are we looking to have individual leads to help onboard new users, even though they're not like, you know, a, a greater position or anything within the DAO? But like, we know that, for example, Evan's done a lot of analytics. And if someone mm-hmm. wants to help with analytics, like it would make most sense for them to go to Evan, Evan say, here's what I've been doing. You can help me with this, this and this. Like, that's just how the committees will grow. Is that what we're looking to do, Nacho, is try to yeah. find leads in that sense? Totally, yeah. I mean, it it kind of makes sense, and it it, it will it will be naturally like uh, people have been contributing in different areas, and it kind of belongs to their uh, uh, area of expertise. Like they they've been doing that that naturally. So if there is a role in in that category, that it is normal that they will kind of lead if they are uh, into that, if they want to guide or. All the other people who want to join that role. So, for example, in education, I think we all are thinking on Pingu. So, if he's up to that and he wants to, of course, that it will be natural that he leads the education role, like helping people, guiding them, and the same with analytics and, and that kind of stuff. So, there's uh, some needs that we have as a community, and we are strong in ones and we are kind of weak or we need to improve other areas. Like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying we are weak, but uh, we definitely need more, uh, marketing and more, uh, social media work. And, and, you know, we have to improve certain, uh, things and having people, uh, letting people be, be able to opt in into that. And Hey, I can do this and we can share their different tasks and different things that they can do like share these tweets or, you know, uh, improve the the power as a community in different uh, categories. So uh, f- it is normal. I, I think I'm thinking on, on people who, who want to take the, ro- the, the lead into that. And of course, different areas that you mentioned before, I, I don't remember who, but uh, mentioning the onboarding, the education, some kind of ambassadors uh, or external relationships. Analyst um, or data chains, I think uh, Ben called yesterday in the IMA or the other day. Uh, artists or designers, developers who are already contributing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thinking of those kind of uh, areas. If there are more that we as a community identify that we need, um, of course, we can open a new role and everyone can opt in into that. I mean, I think one of the easiest ones is uh, kind of a community ambassador. I don't know if that's the correct term for it, though, uh, because it would be internal, not external. Um, But, you know, I can think of maybe a dozen people who I chat with all the time because they're on the Discord all the time, right? So those folks, 
uh, would be go-tos for anyone new coming into the, the Discord or even the DAO. Mm-hmm. Writers, are you streaming something? <laughs> to try to read Raither's mind, I think he already put together some basic categories, so maybe we can put it into a Google Doc <clears throat> following this, see if anyone has any ads of like broad committees. I think he shared in the chat, Nacho, the groups that you just shared, um, and then we can try to just all yeah, work that, together to, to fill them that, out. That DAO ops um, spreadsheet thing. Also, does anyone else notice an echo? Is that because of me? or There is an echo, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, not sure, but... It's from my side. Uh, anyways, um, the DAO ops chart that Raythers showed, I think it stands where it's kind of like a good chart to have and something that we could really build off on. And if, and, oh my God, the echo is killing me. Um, the, like having, having a chart like that is, would make it very straightforward to have other, have newer people like see the chart, other DAOs see the chart and know exactly who to reach out to for specific things. So then all of a sudden the barriers to kind of like going from where you are to who you need to talk to can be significantly lowered. Raythers, the echo is because you're sharing your <clears throat> desktop audio on the stream. I I just uh, muted the stream, like Kapid said, um, it, and that's good for me. You just like don't watch the stream. <laughs> okay, no echo now. Oh yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, Raythers, if you can stop the the, the streaming, I think that's the problem. Okay, echo now. Okay, we're good. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, hi, this is Marco Crypto. I'm just going to pop in for a second here. I'm listening on my phone. Uh, Just a little introduction to me. Like, I'm working on Dune Analytics uh, Mm -hmm. for Cheetah. I've been working with uh, Benjamin and Lousy for a little bit on that. So it sounds like I need to start talking to Evan, too. But um, I'm just about to take the wrapper off of it. So if anyone wants a quick peek uh, at an early version of it, just DM me. But um, as I'm working on this, you know, my dream of it would be that, you know, that analytics work, which fits really nicely in one bucket you guys are talking about, would be something that gets pulled into marketing, would be, you know, some kind of nice generator for tweets and, and people to share when there's some, you know, good um, good news that's showing up in the charts. So I'm kind of wondering how um, kind of segmenting all of this work, like who can work across these different um, uh, uh, buckets to sort of integrate these different pieces of work together. That oh, sounds sh- good. I can't believe I didn't know about you, Marco. That's crazy. Like, this is exactly why we need more. Uh, we need like this DAO hierarchy put in place so that people like us um, can so get like connected. When we should. <laughs> yeah. Like, how long yeah, have you yeah. been working on the Dune Analytics dashboard and with Benjamin and stuff and with Cheetah? Uh, yeah, for for several weeks now. Um, but you know, oh my god, yeah, you know, here. like we, yeah. Well, I'll definitely DM you after this. Yeah, and I can imagine, you know, if we had a great uh, little uh, Discord chat, you know, that was just around analytics or devs, you know, we're going to be passing around smart contract addresses and calls in the same way the developers do. But at the end of the day, we're producing you know, numbers and graphs and things like that that want to go into newsletters and want to go into Twitter and want to go into the marketing channel, I think, and not just be, you know, just something that hardcore numbers people do, but, you know, something that ultimately gets shared. There is an analytics channel. I don't know if you're aware of it. 
uh, it doesn't really get used as much as it should, but I feel like that could be a good place to um, start with just what you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And and you could think like if a channel isn't getting enough uh, uh, traction, maybe it just needs to kind of encompass more of these roles so that, you know, I think analytics people might like to listen in on the development people and, and vice versa. And it just starts to bring, you know, enough of a critical mass that people want to be in a channel and, and, and want to, you know, you don't want to come into a channel and see like the last activity was like a week ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the idea. I mean, we have open channels for everyone to check, but, uh, there is a lot of information and people might be missing. So if you are opting into a role, you are clearly interested into that and you are going to be connected to the people who are into that too. So there, that's the conversations that will be uh, really insightful and really good for, for, for us. So it will be private channels only for those who are interested and there you can share more info. Info that is not that general and you can you know, technical stuff and think things that you need to share with people who understand what you're talking about. So is the discovery mechanism for someone who wants to, like they come into GDAO and they poke around and whatever, and they're like, oh, the farming rates are great. Oh, the DAO's actually organized. Oh, there's uh, something that I want to see added to whatever. Is the entry point then for them to find the person to talk to the list of roles on the side of the Discord? I'm assuming there'll be posts elsewhere, but the posts are going to get lost in the shuffle, right? Even even if it's in the like onboarding docs, most people aren't going to wind up reading it. So I just want to make sure that like if we're going to have someone pachinko through the DAO and figure out where they want to settle, um, what that looks like and so that we build a culture around directing community members to the right spot. I don't know if we've thought that far ahead, but I want to make sure it's considered. I think that's yeah, a good sure. call. That's definitely mm-hmm. a good call. And um, I do think it would help, like Nacho said at the beginning of the call, like redoing the levels. Maybe we have a, like a minimum, like easily achieved level before someone can join a role, right? Like we don't, as much as people want to like just jump in, you do have to kind of know how Cheeto works, like read the guide that's written by the community, like understand the tokenomics, understand how the peg works before you can really contribute to any of the groups. So maybe we make like a really low barrier level yeah. that you need to hit in the discord. Like you need to get to level, I don't know, whatever those levels are like enough that it won't discourage people, but enough that, okay, I need to, you know, talk to some more people within the channels and, and look around before I select a role. Um, so maybe we can decide what that is or how many points you need. I'd like yeah. to jump in here. Sorry, go ahead. Just a, just a quick thing. Uh, a quick thing. Uh, we can totally set a reaction role channel, which uh, is only visible for those who are, for example, level three. So you have to type uh, and write in, and contributing to the server a little bit. So you level up and then you are... Uh, given the opportunity to join join this these reaction roles, so we are, we make sure that not people who just joined the server don't join different task force that they are not clearly interested yet or not able to contribute. Or I'll add on here that I like how Bankless also has it, where you can go on kind of a quest, um, and it kind of helps you learn about how they're set up. Um, you know, how they kind of function, uh, what's, what's, you know, what's important to Bankless as a community. And so you kind of get to learn that. And I think that can pair well with the minimum level to be able to, you know, use the reaction roles channel so that while you're getting to that channel, sorry, while you're getting to that level, 
uh, you can also <laughs> run through this kind of questing um, and learn more about Cheetah. So it doesn't have, I mean, I think Backlist maybe has a, a fairly in-depth one. It doesn't have to be, I think they have like some seven or eight different quests that you have to go on before you can, uh, you know, unlock everything. Uh, there's also, I think, a skip option, but um, where someone has to assign it for you. But uh, yeah, I think somewhere in the middle ground where it's some level of also self-supported learning, I think that would help. Versus also saying that, hey, you've joined, but somehow you have to get to level three and in the meantime, learn everything. So I think if we can some way support that uh, while they attain that level, whatever, again, that minimum level is, I think that would be quite uh, helpful as well. So that we are giving back while they are leveling up to then give back. Uh, Do you know where that's how they're how they organize that, like which committee that falls under education, administrative and operations? They have outreach. an onboarding. They have an onboarding, separate onboarding team altogether, similar with the superwomans as well. That um, we have a. I mean, the superwomans also have like a separate onboarding team um, that focus purely on that. And I, I feel like that might be something we really want to. Uh, again, it doesn't have to be a committee. It can be just anyone who's interested in helping out new chimps. I know there's a bunch of us that do it <clears throat> along with everything else we do. But it would be cool if other chimps, uh, <coughs> you know, raise hands um, on wanting to assist with that to start off or to create that content or to you know, or to sort of, you know, put that framework together. So just some thoughts from my side. Yeah. And index co-op does something similar. Uh, when you sign up, I mean, they, they do theirs through email and I know that might be an issue for, for some, but uh, we can definitely do something like that. Even if it was just like, um, you know, um, Oh my dot onboarding. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think that's great and could be built into like ev- everyone's uh, role of helping to do that. Right? There's like there's tons of of people that that help already, but that can just be another thing. But I think we're all on the same page, right? Of these committees, of you know maybe fleshing them out in a Google Doc after this. But um, Nacho, how do you see roles being assigned to people? Like you said, I think from my perspective and being on the DAO, like we see different people striving in different roles. Is it the team is just going to assign people? Is it we like apply? What do you think to like get no. some of those initial roles? I mean, uh, it it literally is a reaction role. It, it's uh, we we can set Dowling, uh, the bot we have here, which is a uh, um, makeup <laughs> uh, six. So we can set him to to set to to put a message where users can react to that message, and then by reacting to the message with clicking in a emoji. Which is linked to each role, you can, you get the role directly. So it's literally opt in. So users can, uh, react to the role they want and then they, they will be granted the, the role directly. So, um, it is open I to, posted, yeah, I just posted like a that. screenshot of how it's done for superhumans. Um, if you just take a look at the role, role stock panel, um, for those who have not seen this before, this is how it would kind of look like. Um, we may use a different bot, we may use, you know, different format, but yeah, this is kind of how it would look. And you yeah. can include other information, like if people, uh, like this could be open uh, and visible, and, but unless you're level three, you can't react. I mean, we could figure out if that's the logic we want to apply, but uh, that way people even know where to go. They can click through links. Um, you could start that, you know, questing or, or initial learning from here. Uh, again, open to discussion and, and formulation after this call, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. 
Hey, this is uh, this is Tap Um, and I only have a minute, but I just did want to provide some feedback that like I think focus on that's really important because as just the sack son, <laughs> and then I gotta go. Um, but uh, the you know the onboarding. I'm newer to the community. About two weeks ago, I'm involved in a lot of other projects, and probably the like the hardest thing to figure out is like I don't know how how to become a chimp or what happens with airdrops and I'm learning, but I do feel like without some form of onboarding on that stuff right now, it's a little bit of a mystery and trying to figure out even where to go. Um, uh, incentives, rewards. So I, I know it's a really new project, so that's part of the fun of it. <laughs> uh, but I just want to emphasize, like, I think the place that you're talking about focusing on is really good because uh, it will help scale community. And then you won't. Then, then also to help, so a hundred people aren't asking where my airdrop is or or other uh, simple questions, right? <laughs> yeah, that that is a really good uh, point. And um, we appreciate that you just joined and you became a member really really fast. So um, I don't want to copy too much all the protocols, um, but there is a lot of great ideas that they are doing right now. So I really like the Become a Superhuman uh, that Uma does. It's like uh, their own program where you you get to know, well, I, I think writer, writers can, can explain better, but <laughs> we, we could do something like that, like become a chimp and make that into the part of the, the process of onboarding people into the server and into the community. Because right now, I mean, everyone is a chimp uh, at different levels of degrees, but, um, you know, we could make it more official. Like, you are not yet a chimp unless you do this. You you are, uh, you have to read this and do this and that, and then you will become a, a chimp member in the community. Hey, Nacho, does oh. the Dowling bot actually give you the option of going through this, like, messaging onboarding, or is that, like, a custom bot we'd have to create? Uh, I'm sorry. What, what's the question? The the Dowling bot. It, does mm -hmm. it give you the option where, like, when you react to a role, it replies with some information that you can read and then reply to that to go to the next section, or is that something that would he be have to be done from scratch? Uh, you can when you react, it will give you a role, but we can also do other things. Like you can type a command and it will give you information or something like that. So we can figure out a way to to do that to do what you mean. Um, I mean, you, you mean that you, while, uh, when you click on, yeah, on react on an emoji, you will give, be given a message or, or something like that. I, I yeah, think what know, he's like, asking is, does Dowling yeah, yeah. do this functionality right now? Like, is it, is it built in or do we have to build yeah, it yeah, ourselves? It's, it's built in. We have okay. just to, uh, customize and give the inputs that we want. You know, like the like the tip bot, right? You say tip whatever one mile Raithers, and then it's mm -hmm. like, okay, what's the address? Like, exactly. do you say yes or no? Whatever. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah. You know, to go back, I, I can't remember who said it, but uh, oh, it was Tap actually, because we do have the channel set up with the FAQs, which is great, mm -hmm. but we all know nobody reads those. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't get the constant barrage of questions about where airdrop, you know, uh, where where poke code, right? So maybe putting that into the bot might make more sense than having it as part of a channel. I, I 
I honestly think the better option for that specifically is to build a community consensus around responding to people that are kind of a little bit rude about it by just pasting the link to the FAQ or ideally to the FAQ post and only responding with that to kind of show like this has been answered. There are places to go and get the answer. Don't spam. We get it. You want your money. Chill out. It will show up. Right. Because every Wednesday it's the same nonsense. Everyone comes in, asks where the thing is. We all say it's coming. Nobody believes us because they haven't seen a deposit, right? Um, so I think that's more of a cultural problem that that we need to respond with the appropriate amount of sternness around just have discipline and wait. It will show up. Um, um, but on that note, actually, so I'm kind of working on something right now where you will be you will eventually be able to check, you know, query your smart contract address and be able to kind of see at least for the vault incentives because that's like i i know exactly what you're talking about and i completely agree uh like people just need to be more patient but for at least for the vault incentives part and i would like to do it for the rest of the incentives too but having a dune dashboard where users can simply just query their contract address they can see like how much they're gonna get and when they're gonna get it and just like have it all directed there so that people don't have to keep uh I don't know if it's wasting their time, but, you know, using their time uh, to deal with these kinds of repetitive things. But wow, it's that's not... great to hear. That's great to hear. But it, and I'm not trying to poo-poo the work at all. It, it sounds like it'll be great. But the counterpoint to that is people can just go look at their D-Bank deposit history, like hit F5 on that all day and eventually know before it's announced that they have their airdrop. It's just that... Oh. They... They don't, they don't see the airdrop, and they're like, hey, I was promised money. I put money into this. Where's my money that I was promised, right? That's the reason. It's a social problem. It's not a, it's see, not yeah, a technical I limitation. But the, it's an interesting, uh, you know, uh, thing that's happening in the community right now because it is a case where the website, uh, the official website is indicating that you might get an airdrop, but doesn't really tell you what you're going to get when, you know, um, which is probably what a lot of people are wondering. Are they staying in the right range? Um, what's coming to them? Have they earned any yet? So I think that's where this dashboard that Evan's talking about can be really huge. And, you know, if he does create it, you know, we don't want to have Evan have to kind of lurk in all of the channels, you know, constantly pacing it in. So if that, if something like that materializes, it, it becomes almost like a core competency, like anyone that uses uh, Cheetah would want to use this dashboard. And you could imagine if, a little uh, FAQ post gets built just around that, but, you know, um, it could be integrated into a bot and then someone just has to use a bot command like, you know, explanation point, um, Evan dashboard. And, you know, anytime someone sees someone asking that in the chat, rather than having to do the work to kind of go into the fact and post the right thing, they can just do that explanation point bot command that already puts hey. it back in there. So yeah, it's just kind of thinking again how we kind of coordinate amongst different groups working on different things um, to kind of solve the problem for people um, coming into the chat. Hey, one other one other observation uh, from from the newbie. Um, I tried like and so I, I was I'm fine with airdrop. I have no problem. I thought it was kind of funny everyone's reactions because I'm used to the crypto space. But um, one thing I would suggest is like. I tried to find the details in like you might want to change the name to like reward airdrop FAQ because then it's more explicit and understanding because there's a few FAQs, but none of them imply rewards or airdrop. Uh, and so I, it was hard to find like, hey, where where does it even say how the airdrop works? 
uh, or the rewards work. Um, so just just a base suggestion. You, you mean calling it a borrow rewards or, or what? Sorry. Well, there's a there's a there's a bigger problem that that the core team has to address eventually, which is just there's no strong unified messaging around a lot of things stacked on top of the fact that the wide variety of offerings that Cheatout provides and the products that it provides. I mean, look at how complicated Pegu's guide is for just using the site. Right. And that's not to discredit the official docs, but the official docs don't highlight a ton of good use cases as to why you would want to use it. At first, I didn't understand the vaults. I didn't get why you would want to do this. It felt stupid. Why wouldn't I just put my ETH directly into a farm that's earning 400% for three months and then rotate out when it goes down? And a lot of it's to do with taxes, right, or whatever your use case is. But discovering that and understanding that and, like, the road on to that, right, the on-ramp that we all keep talking about is really, really weak, right? And... All these suggestions that everyone's making are really great. The problem is a lot of them are down to the core team to go and implement, which we can't depend on. It isn't like their job to go and do, right? Or they're on somebody in the community to step up and drive that thing over the finish line. And so what we need from this, I think more broadly, is specific, like, people to step up and say, I will own this part of the site that I want to see built, right? And I will start by leading by example and start building it and bring that option forward, right? I think Evan did that with Dune Analytics. I know Pengu did that with his guide. I did that with the Zapper. All of that stuff has to be driven by somebody, right? And so we can make all these suggestions till we're blue in the face. The important thing is that if you want to see change, you have to be that change. And at the same time, we want you to feel empowered to make that change, right? I didn't know how to do smart contract development three months ago, right? I've ramped up and tried to figure it out and do the whole thing. It takes a long time and it's very difficult, but eventually you will learn. And I want to make sure that what we're actually doing here is building a structure to accommodate that, but it's not, it's not very easy. And like everyone has their pet thing, right? That they want done. If you really want that, just go and build it. Just go do it. Just make suggestions, find the tools, bring it forward. And if you get stuck, try and find help. But for the most part, it's on you to push it over the finish line. That's why we're decentralized. That's why we're an autonomous organization. Um, the roles shouldn't be this like top-down hierarchy for communicating things or whatever. They're better for stuff to um, coalesce into a single topic, right? Which I think, honestly, for the moment, if we have the Dowling bot and we have a bunch of roles outlined where we see these channels of product delivery happening. So analytics would be one, engineering would be one, education would be one, right? Because those are things that have already spun up, just making some channels, putting Dowling, putting some roles. Um, that should be sufficient to get our ball rolling. And then an important thing that I think the community needs to learn is that you don't want to over abstract or overbuild something because you're going to wind up being trapped by the process that you lay down eventually. And so minimizing the speed to that is important. And so just make the minimum number of roles for the channels that we have, let the people come and filter in and try and contribute um, and go from there. But don't try and impose some kind of complicated hierarchy. Don't act like it's a land grab. We're all in this together, right? Um, 
and slowly let us grow like we've been doing into it, right? We're all experiencing growing pains, but these are all good problems to have. Um, and so we should solve the ones directly in front of us and not ones that we perceive coming down the line or ones that don't fit the scale that we're at, right? Which is one of the major problems that, like, I think a lot of organizations struggle with is, like, they think they're bigger than they are or they don't realize they're as big as they are, and so they don't right-size their solutions. Um, anyway, okay, I'll get off my soapbox. Sorry, guys. Totally, no, totally agree. 100% great agree. word. Yeah. Thanks, This Ryan. was a great Sunday sermon. <laughs> but 100% behind you, not in the sense, like, we do not agree. Uh Let's do this. Um, I, I'm with you uh, on that. And I think uh, maybe the consideration around um, using the word committees is definitely a bit uh, premature uh, is what uh, it came across as. And I, and I think we are, we are in alignment on that. Uh, and the other part of, I think, uh, a couple of folks um, mentioned even in the chat about starting off with the condensed set and then we can expand as we need to. Uh, and even Marco highlighted that we should uh, start off with what's we're able to with the people that we have, the chimps that we have. And then as and when things grow and it becomes um, beyond, the, beyond the ability of maintaining it, that within that same uh, channel or team or whatever, it can end up getting split up into multiple um, and grow from there. So, I mean, that's just, again, a, a thought uh, on how it would go. But, uh, of course, more discussion and, and uh, putting it down into like a document as well would be uh, necessary. I think you... you... I think you might have overlooked one point that Royal Aid uh, made that I want to emphasize again, which is we want to be empowering the committees and we want to be empowering the culture of users, people, chimps stepping up and taking responsibility and taking the initiative to do things in such a way where I think when you talk about like the spinoff, it should happen like almost organically. Like it essentially happens without you know, the committee people really, you know, having the idea of doing anything, um, but like members of the community go and they like are taking the initiative and they are working with the committee and they're getting everything done in a way where you don't have that kind of like corporate hierarchy where like, oh, we need to check with the committee people to make sure, like, instead of like, we need to make sure if this is okay, let's check with the committee. It should be like, we have this great thing and we know that the committee will like this and we want to let the committee know so that they're in the loop and they can see all the great work that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's why I said just like we can drop the word committee altogether because it can just be the people who want to do it, go ahead and do it and then it gets done uh, by whoever's leading it. That's why 100% yeah, okay, behind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then trying to channel this into something that's a little bit more <clears throat> driven, Um we have specific things that we want to do right now, right? We know we want to implement roles. We know we want to help people self-organize. We know we want to to bring onboarding to Cheetow to a much better spot, right? Which is kind of meta because in and of itself, that can be an area of improvement, which is a role, right? So anyway, setting all of that aside, I know that there will be some amount of work for some people, specifically ones that are admitting the Discord, to do this, right? So I'm assuming, Nacho, you've got a little bit of homework to do um, to, to set up the roles and the bot and stuff. Yeah. In uh. terms of, like, yeah, in terms of what we need to do specifically to facilitate that, is there anything, apart from collecting up what the roles will be, is there anything that anyone needs to step up and do that you need, I, I, I'm again assuming this is all Nacho's responsibility. So correct me if I'm wrong, Nacho, or direct to right. the person that I should be. But That's correct. 
<clears throat> yeah. So is there anything specifically that you need from us to push this forward? Because if not, I assume that most of this chatter can happen either in the AMA channel itself or just in the Discord generally. Because we're just kind of – we're either looping on the same things or, mm-hmm. or we're not directly – pushing this specific goal forward for this call right um yeah but yeah my yeah. aim with that stream yeah, earlier was to was to show the chart so that we can literally look at the chart and say what do we need right now and what do we what can we look at later so that, i think that was a failed stream but <laughs> uh if we could uh circle back to that um either now on the call if we want to do it we could do that uh we, i could literally just list out what we have on here and we can if someone can just type it out uh, that can be the starting point of what we agree at a high level and then shop that around um, if that's, again, what we want to do uh, to then condense it to what it needs to be to start off with the with the key roles. Um, that's simply, how I understood it. If, yeah, if I, if I can talk. Uh, so I have to say th- there's been a lot of facts uh, being said here, and I think this conversation was uh, needed. Like uh, a lot of people wanted to talk about this, so... This is a, a great conversation, but uh, it is true that there are uh, some things that we need to set up, like um, uh, be more concrete and more detailed into it, um, like defining which areas are the roles that we are going to set up. I mean, we have the clear ones like education, marketing, onboarding, uh, social media is something that no one is talking about but i think it's key to the success of the project so yeah um i don't know if if we are missing any areas that we general areas right now no not not too detailed but um any of the uh, of the roles that we have to set up i have to set up uh so we can start with that and maybe uh tomorrow we we, we can already uh work in and people can already join so that's it. I mean, for me, from my perspective, uh, all I need is for you guys to give feedback and um, decide which roles would you like to be involved with, and we we start rolling with that. Okay, and where do you want that feedback directed? Do you want it in the roles channel? Do you want it – I'm sorry, in the um, roles talk channel? Do you want it in general? Like what would be the we best can place start, for it? Yeah, we can start like here putting the, the list and we – provide feedback and the le- the latest it will be the the one i add so um that's that's okay for me so I, i'm gonna type here which roles um are the most uh top. as yeah. you type that Sorry. out um i i i could just start calling out other ones that are there on this chart um from the from what sounds like we need it and if people on the call can literally just say like a or nay or like you know later or whatever we could quickly add those in uh, thoughts on that or do you guys want to just look at it after the call I just thought we can no, no, get some action collect, on this. Yeah, yeah. Collect it all in one spot. Put it put it all together. Even if it's already if it's been repeated, who cares? So the stream will push it away eventually. Um to to Nacho's point about the social media, th- I think this is an important distinction. Nacho has enough responsibilities as it is, right? He's already doing, I'm sure, more than he has time for. Um, as we all are. The the problem becomes that if nobody steps up to a need that the DAO has then that will either go unfilled or it needs to be communicated, right? And so that would be a job for someone owning the product shipping pipeline. And a lot of that is going to come from the core team, right? So Nacho is probably going to fall to you again to like say, no, this is what we need at the moment. And unfortunately, if nobody steps up, then the next best thing is to incentivize that <clears throat> with a bounty or or some kind of like direct compensation because that's the 
like if we really want that and we feel we need that, that's how you attract talent, right? That's that's what got me coming back. So um, you're going to we'll have to figure out how to handle bounties to fill um, fill needs as a part of this, right? That's one avenue towards actually meaningfully expanding the channels uh, to service something that we don't have yet. But um, I feel like that's out of the purview for the most part of, of what the DAO should be accomplishing because that's tied to funding and that's tied to the core team. Um, I'll, I'll quickly chime in there actually, Roy, to not, not just to add on that part of the KPI options chip includes the distribution to community and a part of that community distribution includes uh, at least in, in the current draft state includes distribution to different levels that could easily be reformatted to instead be around this aspect if we as a DAO decide we want to go that route. So it is within the ability of the KPIs, um, KPI options uh, program, I get a pilot to possibly go this route if there's again a way of um, being mindful that the activities by the folks that we're incentivizing do very much specifically target the growth of the my borrowed from vaults, right? Because that's the KPI, that's the metric that would behind that would be behind the KPI options. Um, just throwing it out there, it's not a, it's not, it's not a decision, it's not a promise, but it's something that can we can explore. Hey, but agreed on the that, point that, that someone needs to own that. Sorry, yeah. That that document is secret alpha, man. What are you doing? I'm just messing I, with you. Dude, right, right. I, I think, I think, I think that's a move in a good direction, right? Because that'll that'll help us again be more autonomous. I just want to make sure that we're staying focused on what's actually important and being able to adapt to the needs, especially that the core team sees us failing on, is super important. Obviously, the core team isn't like the holiest one, but at the end of the day, we're all at their mercy right now. Um, so we need to make sure that we understand that we're here at the moment to support them. Whether or not we like that, that's the case. Um, not that I have any problem with the core team, but just saying. So I have a, I have a quick suggestion. On, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish up. I was just going to say, um, so if people want to contribute right now, generally it's going to be taking some burden off of the core team to, to, to see the thing that they want over the finish line. And if you don't have the skills, then you either need to be directed to the resources or whatever. And I think that's where the role channels can specifically help is, is by like, I can offer a little bit of mentorship here and there around the technical stuff. I'm sure Evan can provide tons of insight into the smart contract stuff, but we need to make it clear that the, the expectation within the DAO is that you take it upon yourself to ask pointed questions that can be answered relatively easily. It can't be like, I want to do smart contract development. Teach me all of it, right? Those kinds of things. So I, I'm going to make a suggestion based on levels. Um, it seems like we have uh, you know a couple dozen channels in the Discord, and that can be a little much for new people coming in. Like, where do you jump in? Is, it, it, would it be possible to set it up where, like, if you're level one, you see, like, general chat, chip discussions, you see the strategy maybe, uh, you see the FAQs, and then as you begin going up in levels, you begin unlocking the rest of the channels, right? Um, or using these roles to unlock those other channels. Because, I mean, you know, if, if I remember when I first came in here, I've been here for three months, and seeing it, Grant, that you've done a lot of good work organizing the chat, but there was a lot, right? And and even when I got involved with the KPI discussions, I had to go through all that to inform myself to understand what the hell it is that we're trying to do. So maybe dialing down the number of channels for brand new people uh, might make some sense. And then as you move up in levels, 
you unlock the rest of the channels, right? Especially looking at, you know, I mentioned before, there's like 12 people that I know for a fact are here every day, right? And all these people are level 15 or up, right? Um, I, I took a quick look at the, the dashboard, the bot dashboard, and, uh, you know, people over level two is like 300 people, right? Whereas how many do we have on the chat? Like 500 total, I guess, on the server. Uh, it seems like we need to begin there uh, before we can begin unlocking these roles. Yeah, the, the problem is where do you make the call, the, the, the cuts uh, on the basic channels? Because people might join in looking for some information and they are, there are different kind of interests in the people. So we can't make a basic cut on, on the channels because all the information that we have open right now, it's like for everyone to be, to find it. So no, yeah, no, that, my, that, that's what I'm saying though. If you, if you come in as level yeah, yeah. one, you have like these six channels, right? And then you say, mm. Oh, I want to be interested in, in social media. So you unlock, uh, you know, marketing or whatever, right? You oh, yeah, yeah. A, I mean, a certain number of, of course, of course, these, these reaction roles, these, uh, committees or tax forces won't increase the number of channels because these channels won't, will all, oh, ah, sorry, will only be visible for those who opt in. So, um, it, it won't make the server larger for those who come in for the first time. It will only be visible for those who want to be to, to be there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's totally that. You, you can unlock it uh, as you grow up in the community. Yeah, that's it. Also, when Nacho Bananas? <laughs> There's a lot of wins. <laughs> yeah, a lot of wins. Uh, I want Nacho Banana Bandanas. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, uh, that will be a task for the designers in the, <laughs> in the design, uh, <laughs> task force. So if any of you are interested of, you know, a friend which uh, is into crypto and he's a designer or, uh, you know, uh, onboarding people, if, if we as a community can do that, that, that will be great. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so just to, just to make sure that, that we're, uh, winding down on, on an actionable note. Um, the Nacho, you're going to go and start, uh, based on what we said in the, the talk channel, you're going to go collect up, make the rolls, and then uh, possibly, maybe not immediately, but the idea is to set up Dowling to um, kind of message people and say, hey, here are the areas that we um, hope to see community contributions from. Uh Feel free to join whatever interests you and uh, ask yeah. a few questions and get oriented. We, that's we that's have, kind of the direction. Mm -hmm. We will have a channel that will be part of the onboarding process that people can check to to check what what kind of roles they are interested. So, uh, yeah, we will let people know uh, that they can do that, and then by visiting that channel, you can opt in into what you want. Is, um, so is. Is this going to be retroactive to everybody that's already on the Discord, or do we uh, have to kind of push people through it by hand? Uh, yeah, push it, yeah. I don't think giving roles by uh, massively will work, so we really want people to opt in into the different areas. Like, uh, So we make sure that the people who are into it are active recently in the server and are really interested into that. It's not like a, they randomly give, are given a, a, a role that maybe they don't check you know mm -hmm. so i okay is there any question because uh, we, we are over one hour already maybe people had only one hour for for this so if we can start wrapping it up with some feedback and late latest questions i guess what would be the i guess like the next steps to take 
to go from here. Uh, we should get that maybe talked about before or as we wrap out, wrap up. Um, I mean, setting up the, 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 the roles, um, once, when we have the channel for each of the roles, then we can start working on each of them, uh, in those channels, you know, so different areas, different tasks, different, um, following points. So, um, I don't think any, I, I don't see anything stopping us now. La, the only thing is the, the name of, of the leveling system for Dowling, which is a stopper, but it's, uh, I'll just name it like level X, level X1, X2, you know, and we can change the name in the future because, uh, it's, it's, uh, stopping me for, from doing that. And, and honestly, we yeah. have to move, move forward with that. So yeah. And let's, it- This also connects to a core lesson, right? There's going to be things that feel like blockers right now. And to your point, Nacho, branding the levels is important, but it's not something that should stop us from implementing what's in front of us, right? And to reiterate what you said, Nacho, from what I understand, from what you've said, nobody besides you has to do anything right now. You will, from the Holy Mountain, bring down to us the actual answers, which will be the roles, and then we will follow up, probably just with a ping in general, to everybody saying, hey, we're, we have roles open now. Exactly. Everybody can pick their role. Okay. Yeah. If if new people come into the server and they identify themselves as something, you can say, hey, visit this channel, react to this role, and you will be, you will, you will be given access to a uh, hidden channel that you can talk about that or something like that. So if we all can work on that, onboarding people into this new system, that would be great. Um, that's it. Okay. So thank you, everyone. Yeah. Just want to add in okay. that uh, since we talked about condensation, um, I've, I've just taken a stab at a possible condensed version of what was initially shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've put it in the roles chat. Uh, would love if folks could come in already getting a couple of inputs from backfire and Evan. Um, so yeah, please feel free to add on and take it and, and run with it and, and make your own version. So just my thoughts of what, of what that condensed version could look like as a immediate actionable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we could even have the names for now, literally as is the titles over here. So yeah, just a thought. All right. So yeah, I, I I really need to get everyone. I mean, uh, in order to create the roles, I need a final answer, like which names. <laughs> so uh, if you can decide uh, which which roles, like uh, because there there were like seven first or eight, and now there's four. Let's so, or five. Yeah. Let's go with so, Raither's condensed version, just right. as a as as a starting point, because it can always be changed later. Yeah, right? Look, we can already it in the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we go with that. Okay. Well, if there is no more feedback, um, this was really productive. A lot of really helpful insights here, and uh, that was great. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Yeah, thanks, guys. And if everyone wants a pull up, it was the memory of me going on my rant. There you go. <laughs> we have the All recording right. I'm, I'm i think we're going to make that an audio po app that would yeah. be amazing yeah <laughs> one pop okay thank you everyone see ya thanks folks love your chimps <laughs>